Hello. So before I begin this podcast, I'd like to re-emphasize the fact that Physiomentalist is here to help you as a physiotherapist student and as a young physiotherapist. Feel free to reach out to us. Just how important is it for physiotherapists to understand the coagulability state of a patient's blood or to understand um, their susceptibility to um, things like pulmonary embolism, GVT. Just how important is it? Very important. It is extremely important. And why is it like that? We see a lot of um, patients that are uh, confined to the bed. Their circulation is slower than usual. They are more susceptible to um, the development of deep vein thrombosis, the development of pulmonary embolism. So it is quite important for us to know if that is going on in their body and if uh, just just the general state of um, circulation and coagulability. So the usual tests we can request for um, include um, the D-dimer test, the um, INR and the um, PT, prothrombin time, PTT rather. So the D-dimer, what is D-dimer? D-dimer is just like um, like the end pro- product of um, fibrin. Um, when, when fibrin breaks down, fibrin is one of the uh, proteins that that um, clogged up in any um, clot. So we have prothrombin to thrombin, thrombin to fibrinogen, thrombin to fibrin, and fibrin to fibrinogen, that's um, ETSA. So when fibrin breaks down, you have D-dimer, so it's like an end product of it. So when we test for that in the blood, we're basically checking if uh, the patient has a clot somewhere like breaking down that's what we're trying to say so there's a normal value which has to be lesser than 0.5 so anything greater than or equal to 0.5 would suggest deep vein thrombosis would suggest a possible pulmonary embolism would suggest um, patients having DIC disseminated uh, something, something coagulation. I, I don't remember the ice, it's a condition. Uh, so, there are usually low risk and high risk patients. So, there's this um, Geneva score that we can use to know which patients are low risk, which patients are of high risk. So, for the Geneva score, there are about um, seven things to look out for if the patient is older than 65 years old the chances of having um, deep vein thrombosis PE is high 
if patients has undergone a previous has had a previous um, PE or DVT class 2 the patient just had a recent surgery class 3 the patient just had a recent lower extremity fracture class 4 the patient has an active um, malignancy cancer any part of the body class 5 the patient spits blood and move to cease that's six and if patient's heart rate is elevated that's seven so usually for low risk they should have um three four out of this but once the patient is exhibiting six or even all of them I think a low risk school should have like two, should have like two, three out of this, two, three, especially the surgery and the low extremity fracture. That, that's classified as low risk. So that's when we want to request for D-dimer, as we request for D-dimer for low risk patients that are confined um, on the bed. So, high-risk patients, patients having like high general score, having if if like most of those boxes are checked. So we want to request for um, imaging instead of the dimer. So the imaging could be um, a CT angiogram, a ventilation perfusion scan, or uh, I think we can do a Doppler ultrasound too. We can do a Doppler ultrasound too. So those are more confirming and more uh, are quite better than a D-dimer test for an high-risk patient. If the patient is high-risk, then we need to figure um, figure it out as soon as possible to save the patient's life. So the other tests we can request for include the proton beam time and the INR but the INR is more internationally recognized and accepted so yeah what is that INR it means uh, it's an acronym for international normalized ratio so what, what this is, is basically just checking if the blood is thin or thick, how thick or how thin is the patient's blood? And it is usually used to determine the effect of oral anticoagulants, especially warfarin. So we should know that when the blood is too thick, it slows down the movement of blood and increases the susceptibility of that blood to form um clot to clog up and form cloth it increases it reduces the time um platelet as to just move and you know platelet is always looking for the next available chance to um, form a clot form a mesh inside the blood vessel and that normal movement of blood um prevents it from doing that so when the blood is too thick 
fatness that's the chance to like form a clot any anywhere in the body. So, but when the blood is too thin, it means that the platelet um isn't as effective as it would be. So, anyone that has a cut now that we expect the blood to measure up around the wound, stop blood flow, things like that, expecting the platelet to form a fibrinogen mesh around the injury. Now, that won't happen. So that increases the person's uh, chance to um, hemorrhage, just blood loss, like a lot of blood loss. So that is what INR is checking. So we've recognized patients, we've probably recognized patients with thin blood and we want to get them back to normal blood. So we've placed the patient on oral anticoagulants like warfarin and now <coughs> INR would check how effective the warfarin has, has been. So probably um INR value of the patient was high. That means the blood is thin, like crazy high over five. So over INR value of five. It means the patient's blood is too thin. So that suggests to the physiotherapist that this patient's must not like suffer an injury, a tear, things like that, because any anything like that would result into blood loss. There's nothing to mesh around the wound, so um, the PT would have to be extra careful and educate the patient and their family members about it, even while on admission. So. If the level is too low, the physiotherapist also has to be careful because now you know how susceptible the patient is to develop DVT, pulmonary embolism, and all, and you don't want to dislodge them. So if the INR value is too low, then we can request for a DDEMA, we can request for um, CT angiogram, ventilation perfusion scan, all of that because we don't want to kill her. Excuse me, we don't want to kill our patients. So all of that would ensure that the patient is good, the circulation is free, and we can keep doing your work as a physiotherapist. I'm sure you've learned one thing or the other. Don't go yet though. Check the list of our recorded podcast and find one more to listen to. My name is Abbas Ademola. Mm-hmm.